Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Lies we believe about work. Lies we believe about work, and we're starting today with the biggest one of them all. We are, and I don't know why we believe these lies, but we do, and it works against us. So today we're going to start off with, you don't have what it takes. That's right, and that is probably something that we first heard as a line in a movie. (laughs) It's painful just to hear it. Yes. On some level, we don't think they're lies. That's why we believe them. Exactly. Well, you know, in a job, in your career, you're learning and growing and changing all the time, and it gets boring, and so you want a new challenge, and you need to learn that. So there's always something that's out there. So you really aren't competent for what you want to do next. In that sense, there is a, because there's learning involved, there's a sense that you don't know everything you need to know, or you haven't done everything you need to learn to do what's next. But the problem with the line, you don't have what it takes, is it makes an assumption about you're not going to be able to do it, and there's no facts associated with it whatsoever. So if someone were to say, let's say you're interested in a promotion, and you want the additional responsibility of supervising you know, one to three people on the team, and be responsible for the results that comes out of everyone's efforts. You may get a line of conversation that goes something like, I'd like you to have more experience doing something specific like performance reviews with someone. And when we have done that, and you learn how to talk with someone objectively about what they do and in a non-judgmental manner, then we can talk about this promotion. That's specific. That's I want you to learn X. You don't have what it takes to be a supervisor. What are we talking about? Yeah, what's the it? What's the it? There's no it. So what we do, so here's how it works against us. Here's why it's a lie, and here's why we believe it. We believe it because we start doing all sorts of things ourselves. We may start making up the it to prove that we're competent, to prove that we do have it. But since there is not even an it in the other person's mind... We are just spinning our wheels, and we're not going to ever get it because they can keep holding out this vague, undescribed, non-concrete it that you don't have. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It seems when people say that to us, it's almost like we feel insulted, but it's a vague, I mean, we don't know what exactly they're saying. Exactly. So here, let me pause and give you listening who have heard you don't have what it takes and are wounded by that. One fact that, you know, supervisors, people with power who use that line are the ones with the problem because they do not know what the it is themselves. It's a mean thing to say. Anyone who says it, and if you're saying it, I may be informing you that you are saying a mean, vague, demeaning thing. Just That's just a fact. That's a mean thing to say, to throw a vague one-liner at people like that. Those are, you know, mean people. They can't explain to you why they're unwilling to make the decision or talk to you about what you want to talk to you about, so they throw out something like that. Okay, so maybe that gives us a little peace that we're not the problem. Now back to what our podcast is about, that we believe it, that we're buying into it, and we end up doing all these things for these people to prove, you know, to live up to something that no one can even describe. And that gets old real soon. I guess I'm sort of reminded the image brings up of watching the American Idol auditions and Mm. somebody comes in and it kind of isn't the best singer. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what we kind of, you know, we see it on TV and that's sort of what we struggle with is that embarrassment of that person. If you can picture, you know, this scenario in a different context, that person coming in and not being that great and being told, you know, you don't have it. 
And in one sense, they don't have it. But that phrase is not helpful. That's why we all agree that Simon, when he was on the show, was mean, because he would just throw that at them. Whereas a, another judge might tell them what they're doing that isn't working. You're off key. You're, you're not aware of the facial expressions you're making while you're singing, and that it doesn't come across the way you think it does. That they're giving somebody some concrete information. I think the risk is partly what we are afraid of, and that's why we believe it. And then I guess the other reason is we both can't see an alternative. Like you, mm. you've already had people see you in a certain way. For instance, you know this kind of crazy person on TV. I mean, people reinvent themselves all the time, right? You can change your dress. You can get some voice mm-hmm. lessons. You can kind of be aware of the things that come off in a way that aren't helpful. But that's not what we focus on. We focus on this unattainable. The unattainable thing. And we don't talk about it. And we just start going out. Well, we do two things. One I've referred to already, that we go out of our way to prove ourselves to someone who doesn't even have criteria for evaluating our efforts. The other is those of us who give up, who that hurts us and wounds us, and we actually buy into that we don't have what it takes. I'll never be a leader because of these accusations. You know, I believe that there's something deficient. I'm not a type A, you know, aggressive alpha male. And, um, and, so, and we give up. So those, you know, those two extremes. What we want to do is we want to get at the it. So how do you get out of this mentality of, you know, I'm, how do you confront what actually is behind that sentiment, that reality, that you know, you go in, your boss tells you, you know, you don't, I don't think you'd be a supervisor, you know, the personality, this blah, blah, blah. What you want to do is just ignore it. First thing, just ignore it. It's a meaningless statement. It doesn't count. Now, where do, where do we take the conversation? So what you want to do is you want to take the conversation to the specific place of getting at what the it is. So what you do is you start asking questions for examples. So what are you looking for? Or what am I doing that's not working well? And keep asking more and more specific things. So if they refer to something like you just did, like you don't have the personality to be a leader, you're not strong enough, okay, well, that's an area, but that's still extremely vague. All personalities are effective in leadership. How they play it out is different. So, you know, a soft-spoken person doesn't go around yelling softly. No, they don't use yelling. They don't use command. And so you keep asking and get more and more specific. So what this will do is it'll do one of two things. For the supervisor who really doesn't think you've got it, they will be able to answer your questions. They will be able to start describing things that you need to be able to do, and they will be able to describe to you what you're not doing. And it will go in a productive direction. And you're helping them articulate what was a vague thing specific, and then you can either learn those things or try them. The instructor who keeps it vague and just leaves it as a conclusion doesn't really know what they're doing. They have some other reason they don't want you to get ahead. And we don't need to make up evil things. Some of them are insecure. Some of them do want bad for you. Others just can't go there. They just can't describe it. They don't have that capability. So then you know you're working with someone who there's nothing in the world you'll ever be able to do to qualify for what you're asking. And that will save you a lot of pain and effort of spinning your wheels with that person because even if they're the nicest person in the world, they do not even know themselves what they're looking for from a person who deserves this promotion. So it's almost like you're dealing with someone who has a set vision of what something should look like. What we're saying is that you may not be able to change that person's opinion, but you can sort of help them see that you might embody a role differently than they were expecting, but still be effective. Yeah, but you don't need to help them see anything because you're just asking them questions and you're getting that image that's in their head out in words. By asking them questions, they start laying it out. 
And so you can say, so if it looks differently than you do, you ask questions about what they want to happen, and then you can do what you just said. You can okay. show how you can accomplish that outcome differently. Well, and I guess the important thing is when you start asking those questions, it sort of draws you out of sort of the, the clouds, your head in the clouds over this myth, right? Like this thing that you used to believe in, that's why you didn't take a chance. If you start asking questions, you may see how you might be the one to do something differently or with a different spin but exactly. still be effective. Exactly. I don't even just want to repeat what you said, but that's the other side that can come out of it is the information that they give you out of those questions might inform what you need to learn next. And then you can go learn it. And you've got something that when you learn it, you will demonstrate to them that you're ready and they will give you the promotion. Well, information about ourselves is always helpful. It's always helpful. So there we're getting at what's real there, what's concrete, what's specific that we need to learn. So we're not always the good guy and the boss is always the bad guy and we're trying to get past the bad guy. You know, any of these scenarios might work. There might be something we don't see that they see and the questions will help them tell us what it is. There could be something that we see that they don't see and the questions will help them articulate so that we can be talking on the same subject. But it's the buying into the lie and it's the acting on your own trying to win over a person who has nothing in their mind whatsoever that they're looking for that will just never happen. Or giving up on your own, just choosing to give up without ever asking something for something more specific and concrete. It might just be right around the corner that you decided that you don't have what it takes. Well, this certainly is probably, probably the biggest myth we'll confront. We'll be expanding more on this in the coming weeks as we talk about the other myths that we yeah. believe in. So next week we'll actually be talking about you have to prove yourself. Exactly. Look forward to that one too. So join us on the web and the blog with any comments or questions at boldenterprises.com. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 